I'm depressed, I'm a fool, I'm a mess But my first priority is never second best Driving down PCAs with the fan Well, it's me, the freak in the mom jeans And we're back with episode 3 Which honestly is just crazy to me That anyone has been listening to these And I just want to take a second and thank you to everyone that's been listening And even more than that, for giving me feedback And for talking to me about it I honestly it's been so much fun and so I'm looking forward to just continuing talking and telling stories and having good conversations with you guys and just laughing about all this dumb shit (laughs) all right so today's story is one that when I think about it too much it makes me a little bit sick because it just shows how dumb I was but on the other hand, I do think it's <laughs> it's pretty funny just because it's so random and uh, and there's like a there's a twist at the end. So so stay till the end for for a surprise twist. Um, okay, so I told you about my very very first date. Now, and I actually, you know what? I'm gonna give you a little two parter in this episode. I'm gonna give you a little little uh, little extra cherry on top. Uh, although it's not about popping my cherry, so don't get too excited. So first I'm going to start us with, I had it my first date, but like I told you, I was not, he was not about to be my first kiss. This boy didn't know about a transmission. He didn't know about insurance. Uh, he, he didn't have a lot going for him, although I hope he's doing well now. I hope he's replaced that vehicle and is, is living his best. But like I said, didn't have my first kiss. So got to college. And like I said, in episode one was feeling so behind, even though I just want to stress to everyone, if you haven't had your first kiss yet, and I don't care how old you are, you can be 35, and you haven't had your first kiss, you're not behind. That's not a race. No one's competing. It's just whatever you're comfortable with. And I think that's the thing that I just didn't understand when I first got to school. I, I just thought I needed to be a certain thing or I needed to accomplish certain things in order to be, to have value, which is so ridiculous. So I just want to first off by saying I was, I guess I was 18. Yeah, I was 18 and hadn't been kissed, which if you have seen the movie Never Been Kissed that with Drew Barrymore, the film is terrible and cringy uh, and, but also quite hilarious. So I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, but all that to be said, I hadn't been kissed yet, felt behind. Uh, once again, got on Tinder as I do, as I continue to do, you know, um, it's kind of my thing. And so got on Tinder. I gotta think about what I'm going to name this boy because I can't name him. It's a very, it's a very telling name. So let's call him Ben. I don't think I've ever dated a Ben. So we'll go with Ben. Ben looked cute. He looked very edgy. We love an edgy boy. Uh, looking back on it, maybe too edgy. Like he was definitely posting a bunch of really weird demonic looking things, which should have been a sign, but I didn't think much of it. I was just like, ooh, he's he's a bad boy. We love that. So once again, like I did with my first date, kept it very safe. 
We met at a movie theater. Once again, he was also very far away. Like, I'm in Nashville. He was in Murfreesboro. And we ended up meeting, like, halfway. And it was, like, a 20-minute drive. I don't... I've since really gotten better about setting my location to a good um, two-mile radius. That's all I'm willing to do these days. So, um, yeah, we met up at the movie theater. And once again, sweet little innocent Megan. Like, I just immediately met this boy and I was like oh my god he's so cute he's so perfect oh this is gonna go so well like what and I just started creating these scenarios in my head of like how amazing this was gonna go we held hands which is so cute and it was like intense hand holding like this was not like my first day where it was just like a nice little hand hold this is like I don't know this was something uh still might be my favorite hand holding session to this day so and then the movie ended and we drove separately to the movie, obviously, because I'm not dumb. We met there. And then I could just tell after this movie, I was like, oh, this boy, like, he, I really, I'd be down to, like, hang. Like, let's see what happens. And like I said, he was in Murfreesboro. I was in, at, you know, at school in Nashville. And he offered, he said, hey, um, you know, I'd love to hang out after this. It's like, I can follow you back to your dorm and we can hang out. And I mean, this boy was willing to um, drive my way. So I was like, oh, sure. Yeah, sure. And also just so happened my roommate was out that night doing something. So which, so let me tell you at this time, I had a roommate actually in my room. So this made it very like, made for some interesting situations. Thank God we were really close. Like, love her, love her so much. And so she was gone that night. I was like, perfect. So we went back to my room and yeah, we started watching. Oh, I remember. Uh, I was like, ooh, this is an edgy boy. I'll put on some X-Files. He'll like that. So we started watching X-Files. Of course he liked it. Um, and we sat for a while. It's a little awkward for a minute. And then I just knew it was about to happen. And we started kissing. And honestly I like it's hard to know because obviously this was a f like a couple of years ago but I think he was a good kisser like I'm pretty you know when, if you haven't kissed someone or if you have like you know when someone is a good or a bad kisser even if it's your first kiss you're like mm, that much tongue should not be be used uh so I think he was pretty good I don't remember it being bad so that's good and I remember him getting very like he definitely thought we were gonna hook up, which now I understand him driving 40 minutes, he probably was banking on that. Uh, but I, at that point, I was like, no, nah, I was like, you know what? I started getting really, really anxious in that moment, like after we started kissing and then, and at this time I wasn't on birth control either and I didn't know anything about sex at all. I know like, I just had no idea. So I started getting really anxious and I just remember being like, uh, I'm not going to have sex with you. Like if that's what you think is going to happen, it's not going to happen. Uh, and he was really great about it. And then, <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. So we're, we're making out and then he like, he pulls back for a second. And like I said, I was super nervous, but I said in a really quiet voice, I was like, I was like, yeah, so, um, you were my first kiss. And this dude felt so bad. He was like, oh, like, I didn't know. Like, like it was wrong that he took my first kiss. But I was like, no, dude, like, it was great. Like, good job. Like, high five. Um, and so, yeah, we 
did that for a bit and then I had there was curfew at the dorms so we had to go at 10 or 11 we left and we always like talked about hanging out again but we definitely never did so Ben you know if you're out there I hope you're doing well um if you've somehow stumbled upon this podcast you I think you were a good kisser so props to you bud all right so that was my little extra extra story there um it wasn't all that eventful but it was my first kiss and so it was a big moment for me and so once I got my first kiss I think that kind of led to a snowball effect the snowball effect being that I wanted more I needed more. I needed to experience more things. I needed to build my confidence and I needed to have sex at some point. Um, which like I said, wrong mindset should have just been living in the moment. And if someone came along that I wanted to make out with check, if I want, if I came across someone that I really liked and want to have sex with them, check. Uh, but that wasn't the mindset. So, (laughs) uh, I just started using tinder more and more and definitely tinder is and bumble are odd like they're so addictive um i you just get so like you just want to keep going and you it's a little like rush of adrenaline every time someone messages you and you're just like oh who's this like how it like ooh, someone i thought was attractive thinks i'm attractive this is so nice uh and so was on doing my tinder swiping um, and then, oh, I gotta think of a name for this guy. Tyler. Have I dated a Tyler? No. Okay, so Tyler, looking back, this sounds super, I don't know, he wasn't really, like, my type at all, which is, so I don't know why I, like, once you hear the story, you're gonna be like, if you didn't even think he was that attractive or, like, that interesting, why would you do that? But, but, like I said, I wasn't craving you know, uh, an actual, like, connection. I was just craving checking things off of the list. So, this dude, he's really tall, blonde. So, that's not my type at all, honestly. Uh, that's, like, no. Mm-mm. And we got to messaging. God, I don't even know. This is, I don't know how this story even happened. This is going to make me sound so dumb. And I would just like you all to know that I am no longer this dumb. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. So get to talking with this guy and we exchanged numbers pretty quickly. Like we got on Snapchat and exchanged numbers fairly quickly. And like before even ever meeting up, which is so dumb. Don't do that. Don't give someone your number when you haven't even met them. That's just like a, a good thing to keep in mind. I mean, it's just like, they don't need that, you know, they they don't need to have your number when they've never even seen your face. (laughs) So we start texting and, uh, basically we, he was at a party so this was really late at night, obviously, when I was swiping. Oh, I say really late. It was like 11 o'clock. And we started texting, and he's like, I'm at this party. And I was like, okay, do you want to hang out after the party? And he's like, sure. He's like, it's actually pretty lame. Uh, I could just go ahead and meet up with you now. And so then we were trying to decide, well, what's open now? You know, it's like 11, 1130. Everything's kind of closed down. And so he's like, well, why don't we just go to Kroger and get ice cream? And I was like, you know what? Why don't we do that? That sounds really nice. Um, and so Kroger, 
you know, it was about a mile, mile and a half for me. So I was like, okay, dope. I'll just drive there. And he's like, okay, I'll just walk. He's like, I'm a little drunk. I said, okay. So then in my mind, I'm thinking, well, he's a little bit drunk. I was like, should I hang out with him still? I don't know. Like, I guess so. Like, does that really matter? Um, and he said he was going to walk. And so, and for some reason in my mind, never met this boy. Don't even, I mean, we snapchatted, so I guess I knew what he looked like enough, uh, but not really. And so for some reason in my brain, it seemed to make sense to offer to pick him up. I'm just going to let that sit for a second and let you just think about that. I offered to pick up. Also, he went to Vanderbilt, which uh, I'm not passing judgment on someone based off where they go to school. But I'm just saying, using context clues of like what happens at Vandy parties and Vandy uh, frat boys, it, it wasn't the best call for me to decide to pick him up, especially when he'd had a few drinks and admitted that he was drunk. Anyway, but I offer, and of course, what boy is gonna turn that down? He said, wow, yeah. And he sent me his location. And so your girl went and picked him up and which was such an awkward meeting moment like like hello hello uh all right going to Kroger now getting some ice cream but you know it was fine and he seemed nice enough uh very interesting dude honestly like he was leaving to go like in a few months he was leaving to go to Japan and like study international business or something he seemed very very vandy is all I can say and so we go to Kroger we get our ice cream, we get some plastic spoons for our ice cream, and then I kind of just figured we would sit in my car and eat, and just, like, then we would go our separate ways at some point, but he decided when we got back in the car, he's like, he's like, okay, I know somewhere we can go eat this, that'll be nice, I was like, okay, I was like, where are we going, and he's like, okay, I'm just gonna put the directions in your, in your phone, and then you just follow the directions, okay, <laughs> And I didn't even question it. I was just like, okay. My response to everything, okay. You're drunk? Okay, I'll pick you up. Okay, um, you're going to put directions in my phone? Okay, I'll just follow them. So dumb, so dumb. So he puts these directions in my phone. Thank God we ended up, I just like kept driving. And eventually we end up at, for anyone who's in Nashville, we end up at Love Circle. I'll let you all roll your eyes there. It's really, yeah. But basically it's just like a place where people go to hook up you know it's like your like make out mountain kind of sitch so we get to love circle we're eating our ice cream um really interesting conversations like very deep very like uh you know if the is there something past you know this life and what are stars and how are stars so I don't know like that didn't even make sense but it was shit like that you know and um and I don't you know I don't even remember us holding hands or anything like it was just very we were just having conversation eating some ice cream which was you know great so this is where the uh, other interesting part of this story comes that I was talking about earlier so once again I wasn't completely dumb uh I mean, I did pick him up and he was drunk and I did uh, let him take me to a random location. Bad, bad, but good. I did let my um, my sweet mate at the time know that I was going on this date and that she should check in with me like in an hour to make sure I was okay. 
So just keep that in mind. So, you know, we're talking and we're talking for a long time. And let me remind you, we left at like 1130. So at this point, it's like 1230 ish. And so I or no, it had been even later at this point. It was probably like one or one thirty, And I finally looked at my phone and I looked and there was a text from my sweet mate and it said, Hey, are you okay? And, uh, but then like below the, Hey, are you okay? There were like five more messages that were like, Hey, I'm really worried. Like, Hey, could you please respond? Just let me just send it. Okay. And, uh, so I responded, I, once again, I thought I was obviously in a different mindset. I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought it would be funny to just like, you know, joke about the fact and just say, haha, no, I'm dead. <laughs> That's what I sent her in a text. I just said, ha, no, I'm dead. You know, like, LOL. Uh, and to me, I thought that was a really funny, like, sarcastic joke. Like, yeah, of course I'm doing fine. Like, I'm just talking. Like, it's all good. So I put my phone back and just don't look at it. Well, then me and this dude, we walk back to my car after, like, talking for a super long time. And I pull out my phone to put directions to go back to school in. And I look and I have, like four missed calls, a missed voicemail, like 10 texts. And I was like, what the, what in the fuck is going on? And so, um, yeah, I listened to the, I'm like, dude, I got to listen to this message real quick. Like I, we got to figure out what's going on. I listen and it's my sweet mate. And she's saying, Hey, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what your text meant. I was really worried. And so I called campus security. And so immediately I call her back and I'm like, Allie, 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 I swear I'm okay. I'm so sorry. That was a joke. Like, I don't even know what I was thinking. And she's like, oh my God, Megan, I literally didn't know what happened. I thought maybe he took your phone and was like, had you in the trunk. Like, I just didn't know what was happening. And I was like, you know, I've seen a lot of horror movies and I mean, it definitely could happen, I guess. I'm glad it didn't. Um, but I definitely wasn't, I just thought it was funny. And obviously it wasn't funny. Um, and so she's like, okay, like you have to call campus security because they have to, they said I couldn't do anything about it because you hadn't been missing for more than like what, you know, however long you're supposed to be missing before you contact police. She was like, but they have to hear your voice to know that you're okay. And so I ended up having to call campus security and let them know that I was fine. I was on a date. Everything was safe. It's fine. I was about to be back at my dorm. Uh, Meanwhile, this boy is just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, and so campus security let him know I was safe. Uh, and then I took the boy back to his drop-off point. Uh, and we said our goodbyes. And I believe me and this boy, he, he texted me, like, I want to say a week later or something. And was asking me about a party. And I was like, uh, and he said, do you have a costume and I was like, this, this text is very random. And he goes, oh, I'm texting the wrong Megan. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. And he's like, oh, but yeah, we should get ice cream again sometime. And at this point, it had been a week out, and I was able to realize how dumb I was for uh, picking him up and letting him take me somewhere. Um, and also just, like, being shitty to my roommate um, and not, like... <laughs> And like telling her that I was dead. Uh, so I just, I, I decided it was probably best that I never see him again. And I assume he's probably in Japan now or like some foreign country in a country, uh, doing business. I hope he's prospering. Um, and I'm glad that I, I made it out of that situation. 
So, uh, so yeah, some key takeaways, I think, from, from this story is, uh, (laughs) if you're going to have somebody check in on you and make sure you're not dead, it's best to just tell them you're not dead. Uh, uh, but to maybe just say it in a more, um, rational way, like, oh, I'm doing great. Like I'll be home soon. You know, something more along those lines instead of like, I'm just not dead, you know, Uh, or I'm dead. That's probably, yeah. Just don't do it. And also don't pick up drunk boys that go to Vandy or any drunk boys that you don't know and haven't met before. Yeah, that's probably the move there. <laughs> All right, well, um, I hope you found some entertainment from this episode and from my stupidity. And I will be back here next week with something that will make me sound probably just as dumb. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. And that's all, folks. (laughs) Ta-ta now.